one week out until you see us all in the flesh and you can prove that Dan's head really is that shiny and despite appearances, Dave is not a mythical creature. This is utter punts. What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a, a finger. I, I feel for you all. You can do that, you'll only lose by 20. <laughs> Into week 11, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Dave's Vikings might actually be good. My Giants continue to be terrible and the Ravens' mighty defense that Dan's been prattling on about for weeks has sprung a rather monstrous leak. It's incredibly boring. How is that yeah, boring? Oh, uh, you. <laughs> if anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. Pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one wrong. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you what, I tell you what. It's With me in Manchester, he's the Mary Poppins bag of NFL aficionados, big enough to swallow a floor lamp, appears to have a bottomless pit of knowledge, and comes in a rather fetching array of floral <laughs> patterns. Spit spot, come on, Dan, say hello. Hello. Well, I'll do perfect. Down the line in Birmingham, he's our resident Vikings fan. Like a kid sneaking downstairs at one in the morning on Christmas Day to try and catch a glimpse of Santa Claus, he stuck his head around the living room door and found Joshua Dobbs wrapped up in a bow and Kirk Cousins Achilles in a lovely teak display cabinet for posterity. Like Evening, Kino. Like a trophy, mate. Like a trophy. <laughs> on the way, more details about the Beer Keller Show on Thanksgiving. That's next week. We'll look ahead to the weekend's games and give you some helpful tips to make sure you stand the best chance on the Fantasy Game Day app. In association with Beer Keller and endzonekit.co.uk, this is Utter Punts. Hello, good evening, welcome along. This is a, uh, no, I'm not going to sing the jingle. That's a terrible idea. Uh, we are, however, all in training, punts in training, ready for our Beer Keller show, which is less than a week away now. Essentially, in a week's time, we will have started, we'll be in the middle of the games, and it's going to be absolutely brilliant. If you haven't got your tickets yet, you absolutely need to do that. Head to the Utter Punt socials or to the Beer Keller socials, and you'll find your way to the Eventbrite link. The tickets are a tenner, but they also come with a free drink if you're a paying adult. If you're a student, and I cannot stress this enough, if you're a student, their tickets are five quid and you still get the free drink. You'd be absolutely mad not to. And when I tell you giveaways, prizes, chances to win more booze, more food over the course of the evening, completely free of charge, you would be absolutely nuts to miss out. We cannot wait to see you. Beer Keller Manchester next Thursday, Thanksgiving. It's going to be great. Yeah, potentially the greatest game, football game, not related to football in the history of football games, not related to football. You mean one of the games that we yeah. are playing? Yeah. Yeah. I, you're not going to give anything away, are you? Nope. Good. Um, I agree. Kino, you must be looking forward to it too. It means you get to come up here. And you've, I mean, we can give a sneak peek. You're coming up a little bit early, aren't you? Because we've got a special guest potentially on the podcast coming in the next couple of weeks, Kino. Let, let, well, potentially. Let, let, just in case, you know, something happens, a cat dies, an old friend comes from out of town, something like that. 
COVID. Yeah, you never know what might happen, really. But yeah, it should be something really good happening uh, Wednesday night, bit of the night before. Uh, live show, uh, Manchester Beer Keller. Come and meet Dan, come and meet Liam. They're great people. I don't want to meet you. Uh, but like, anyway... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> at, at this juncture, at this juncture, I just need to explain why Kino's in the mood that he's in. Normally, we start recording at 8 o'clock, all right? I'm going to tell you that right now, it's 8.22. We've only just started, mm-hmm. okay? And the reason for this is that Kino has been in a physical altercation with his green screen. And I don't mean a small adjustment. I mean kicking the living shit out of his green screen because it wasn't doing what he wanted it to do. Somehow, he's portraying a level of calm that certainly was not there six minutes ago. I do not know what you're on about. Just make up these stories, mate. Look at me. Cool, calm, professional. That wasn't being recorded, was it? Yep, no, it absolutely was, and it'll be out on the socials in the next couple of days. Uh, Let's move on to the news, shall we? Uh, Dan, you're going Patriots again. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it goes from bad to worse, doesn't it? So this week, and it starts off with them saying that they want to be Germany's team. Okay, so they played in Germany this week. Um, and a bit like the Jaguars have done with the UK, the, the Patriots have made a real push. They've invested quite a lot of money to become Germany's team. Obviously, there's going to be games in Germany as well. Um, so they had Sebastian Vollmer, next player. He was obviously German. He's there. And they're, they're investing quite a lot of money. In it, and it's an absolute um, mess when they've arrived. They've arrived without... One of the players who they left at home, JC wow. Jackson, who they only traded for two weeks ago to get from the Chargers, um, didn't make it to the team facility, so was then dropped for the next game. Wow. Then didn't make it and was now he's basically been put on the trade block uh, on the on the waiver wire. They just want rid of him, and they only brought him in two weeks ago. Jeepers. Jack Jones, their cornerback, also didn't make it to training on time, didn't make it to the team facility, but did make training, so he was just missed the first half of the game. Then they let him come in and play. Mac Jones um, was benched with one. Um, one, one line to play. Um, they brought Bailey Zappi in. Bailey Zappi does a fake spike. And then the, the, some of the best commentary, I think, of the season, where he had, the commentator said he threw it to an Indianapolis Colts defensive end meeting. <laughs> there, was, there was no pitch anywhere near him. And, it's just, and then interviewed after the game, Matt Jones has clearly lost the dressing room. They don't really want to play for him. He's interviewed after the game. What do you think? Well, you know, I'm not, I can't really say what I want to say. Um, it's just an absolute mess, and and then it comes out. There's a there's a ranking this week of um, NFL, NFL coaches and their pay, and Belichick's the highest paid coach in the game. Wow! By some way, um, second up, uh, Sean Payton's their le- legacy payments. Surely. One of the most yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, legacy payments. He won't win anymore, will he? No. Um, so then I looked at a, I looked at a stat and I found one, which was in the 20 years that Tom Brady was the quarterback of the Patriots, they lost 66 games. In 20 years. Cheapest. Since he left four years ago, they've lost 33. Wow. Um, so I think the argument that used to be of, is it Brady or Belichick, chicken and the egg? I think we know, don't we? Yeah, it's now been Shocking. made clear. Germany's team. They're, they're a mess, aren't they, Patriots at the minute, Dave? Yeah, but isn't it a lot of fun for everybody else, to be honest with you? I mean, I know Dan oh, yeah. hates them far more than I do. Um, I mean, you know, Tom Brady, what a legend. I'm involved with other sports teams now, which... Hopefully he can help fix <laughs> at some point. But um, I, has he not broken it already? It depends on whether or not Wayne Rooney was his appointment or not. But let, let's face it, it probably wasn't. It was probably a very well-meaning Blues fan who thought that right, raising the profile of the club is the equivalent to making the club better on the pitch. I've got news for you, Gary Cook. It isn't. 
But anyway, enough of that. We're here to talk about a sport where How I'm having a modicum of success, <laughs> not 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 where depression lies. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Patriots are an absolute. There's not many phrases you can use for what Patriots are without probably well, let's just put it out there. In, it's a shit show. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a horrendous thing that's going on there. It was the point Dan made. I think it was last week when you, when you said they should have been trading away players of a deadline. Um, yeah. But who do they have to trade? There's no one to trade away. The, the dearth of talent there is, is, is quite ridiculous. And again, I think they did get something in with Mac Jones and I think they've ruined him. I think they've broken him. Like, you know, just... just <laughs> got hold of that toy and started pulling it about trying to make it do things that it wasn't designed to do and lo and behold the arms have come off your action man haven't they so yeah mm-hmm. one of those things but couldn't happen to a nicer team I mean the whole Boston Tea Party is something I still build hold a grudge about <laughs> wow uh, I'm going to move on before we go down a route that I really don't want to be going down Dave you to go again if you could if you if you could <laughs> Wow, he's bought he's bought the squeaky chair back to the party uh, yeah. as well. This is my favourite. Uh, what's your news of the week, Dave? Um, I think it's the fact that Frank Reich has gone back to play calling, having given it up after six games, uh, only to allow uh, three different people to well three different games occurred I think it was 15 points 13 points 13 points, and now he's decided he's taking play calling back, which is mm. well done, well done for doing that. Um, you lost your first six games. Your offensive coordinator actually won a game. I'm not sure if that's actually going to be the uh, the solution to your problem. But I've got a feeling it's probably something you were worried about with Dave Tepper or Pepper or whatever his name is in charge. <laughs> all salty. Yeah, all salty, mate. A little bit salty. Um, Push it real yeah. good. <laughs> like, I'd do whatever he told me to do as well, uh, just to keep my job. Yeah. But... Quite frankly, you've now picked a quarterback you didn't want it. Now you're making decisions about how the team is going to be organised. If you lose your job, it's because you haven't stood your ground. Um, and I don't want you to, Frank, right? Because I think you did a great job with the Colts, an underrated job with the Colts. Um, and I don't want you to lose your job, but if you don't stand up to a man who's making terrible decisions and thinks he knows better, even though he doesn't, that's what's going to happen. Fair. Uh, I I feel like this game might be a little bit lost on people, given that there's a there's a feeling, there's a a sense of palpable tension on the podcast, and I'm really worried that if I ask Dave the wrong question, yeah, no, it's something fine, like man. Flying. It's all good, man. Yeah. Just one one point on Frank Reich is his last twenty games, he's got a record equivalent to Brian Dable, who's the coach of the year. They've both been that bad. Um, he's wow. not the worst coach in the league by some way. Let's and I think, um, are they bringing him back in just to protect Bryce Young, Dave? You know, are they, if, if, they're basically giving up trying to win now and they're just going to make it really conservative. That would be my instinct with it. I, I mean, I, I I don't know what it is they're trying to achieve because I think they haven't got the talent of the team to help Bryce Young win games. That, that, no. That's not a judgment of Bryce Young. I have my opinion on him. I think he's too small, but I'm also aware of the fact that he's actually got oodles of talent in other ways which with the right team around him could well have helped him be a success but yeah. it's definitely not the Carolina Panthers the way they're set up they needed someone who was accurate able to navigate the pocket and take, make an O-line look better than it is I don't know CJ Stroud maybe um, so yeah we'll, we'll just stop just stop just stop yeah, at the moment right? <laughs> would have done, done the trick uh, right I've got a game for you we're going to blindly rank some bits and pieces um, but it's a bit of a laugh so essentially I'm going to give you five 
items on a certain subject matter, you just have to put them in a rank, one to five. One being the best, five being the worst. Dave, do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Dave's going first. I'm going to get you to blindly rank these NFL running backs. Okay? okay. NFL Current NFL okay. running backs. First one out of the list, Derek Henry. One, two, three, four, or five. Two. Ooh, Derek Henry in it too. Saquon Barkley, one, three, four, or five. You've got four. left. Oh, blimey, Charlie. Miles Sanders is your next five. one. Oh, quick fire, quick fire from you. Uh, David Montgomery next. You've got one and three, three. available. What have you left? Almost me? like you saw it coming because the last one is CMC. Number one. Number one for CMC, more to follow on Christian McCaffrey. A little bit later in this Utter Punts podcast, you'll have to wait and figure out exactly where that's going to be. I'll give you a clue at the end. Uh, Dan, you have to blindly rank these NFL coaches. Sneak it, okay. Okay, first one out the bag is Andy Reid. Oh, oh, one. (laughs) Okay, you're going to put Andy Reid at number one. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick is the second one out of the hat. One, two, three, four, or five. You've already taken one, so two, three, four, five. or five. Five, okay. Uh, Sean Payton oh, is the four. next one. Yeah, easy. Four. Uh, MCDC, Motor City, Dan Campbell. I'll put him three. Dan Campbell's going in at three, which leaves the final one, Mike McDaniel. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Mike McDaniel at two. So just to recap those, uh, blindly rank NFL coaches, Andy Reid, number one, Mike McDaniel, number two, Dan Campbell, number three, Sean Payton, number four, Bill Belichick, number five. That's not a bad list. I think if you'd have had your way, you might have put Mike McDaniel top. No, no, I put Andy Reid's the best coach. All right, okay, good. Uh, And in terms of the running backs, CMC was number one, Derek Henry, number two, David Montgomery, number three, Saquon, four, Miles Sanders, five. You pleased with your lists, boys? Yeah. I'd swap Peyton and Bill, I think, over well other than that. Yeah, I, I, there might have been maybe a, a change with Saquon and Montgomery, but not at the moment. Montgomery's playing magnificent, so yeah. It, it seems to stack up. Nailed it, didn't we? Absolutely. I, I feel like we nailed it. Love it. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, more to come on the well podcast done, as we go through. We'll talk about Fantasy <laughs> well Game Day in a minute. But first, I wanted to talk to you about our lovely friends at endzonekit.co.uk. They are part of this event that we're doing at Beer Keller next week. There might be, maybe potentially giveaways prizes provided by endzonekit.co.uk. Look, rather than me waxing lyrical, here's the ad. Here at Utter Punts, we're delighted to be partnered with endzonekit.co.uk, one of the best kit suppliers out there. Whatever you're looking for to represent your American sports team, Endzone has got something for you. In sizes from newborn all the way up to 3XL and larger, endzonekit.co.uk can provide gear to fulfill your NFL, NCAA, MLB, NHL and NBA needs. Endzone source their stock in the USA, they ship it over here too, which means delivery is lightning quick and can be with you ahead of the big game. And if you love a bit of retro style, Endzone's got you covered too with a whole range of vintage and pre-loved kit for you to choose from. So why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain. And because you listen to Utter Punts, you can have a 15% discount at checkout when you use the code PUNTS endzonekit.co.uk the place to go for American sports kit I am mega proud of myself for not interrupting that advert which I do every single time (laughs) I am growing and developing as a human being Um, stock game would be next 
Um, however, given that there's not an awful lot of change, Dan's still leading, Dave's in second and I'm in last place, I think we'll just skip over it and we'll move on to the Fantasy Game Day app. If you didn't know, we've got a new partner on Utter Punts, and if you uh, sign up for the Fantasy Game Day app um, using the code PUNTS, you will get a free entry once you have put your first lineup in. Uh, this is for UK fans only, so if you're outside of the UK, unfortunately, this offer isn't applicable to you, and neither is the app, but essentially it brings uh, daily fantasy football to your smartphone. Um We've decided that we're going to do something every week on this, mm-hmm. and we're pr- trying to give you some advice and some guidance as to who you should be picking. Dave, who have you gone for this week as the absolutely must pick? Well, I wouldn't say must pick, but a strategically viable pick, Liam, which is the way I looked at this, <laughs> rather than, oh, you've got both. to have this one. Uh, I went with Evan Ingram uh, uh, for Jackson. All right, Jack- you've gone very broadsheet there compared to my very tabloid introduction. Well, that, that, that's clearly the divide here. I'm more broadsheet. Crikey, Charlie. <laughs> Telegraph AP. Whoa. Politically neutral, you know this. Very Sorry, much in the centre ground. Dave no, 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 nobody. I, I stand on my own and look down on everybody else. I thought we'd establish that. Um, yeah. Isn't that what the independent does? No, I'm, I, I've got friends at the end. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I, I pretty much occupy the vacuum left by the BBC. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I, I think um, I think moving swiftly. I know you're picking for the game day app before uh, my current employers give me. Bell's just turned his mic off. Right. Anyway, so uh, from my position occupying the ground that the BBC vacated, uh, no. I will take making it really absolutely. hard for Eddie now. Absolutely. Um, absolutely anyway, not. Evan Ingram of the, the tight end of the Jacksonville Jaguars is available for three thousand eight hundred, which is if if you look for the app is a small percentage of what you'd have to pay for one of your starting players but I just feel that they're, they're playing against Tennessee who have struggled against a few tight ends this season and he's actually shown to be very, really quite a favourite target um, of uh, Trevor Lawrence as and when Trev Etienne isn't on the field basically uh, so yeah I, th- I think Ingram can, can pick up a good few targets and potentially be one of his favourites in this issue. it should perform nicely for the value he's at 100% uh, Dan, who have you gone for? Yeah, I've got Brian Robinson Jr., the, the commanders, um, for a couple of reasons. One, he's, he's cheaper than Tony Pollard this week, so he's £200 cheaper than Tony Pollard. He's cheaper than David Montgomery, who's split in a backfield. Um, and although Robinson's split in a backfield with Antonio Gibson, he's cheaper than Gibson, and he's definitely taking more of a role, certainly in the passing game. And obviously, this is a points-per-reception league, so th- those receptions, he scored a 51-yard reception touchdown last week. He's scoring points every week, and I think he's cheap, and they're playing the Giants, and with all due respect... He's going to go for a monster. Yeah, it goes without saying. Uh, Look, you can download the Fantasy Game Day app from the Android store or the Apple store, Google Play store, wherever you get your apps from. Don't forget, always gamble responsibly. If you feel like you need any any help, head to begambleaware.org. All of the links will be in the description. On to the previews. Um, We have only got four to preview this week. That doesn't mean that you can take extra time. It means that we're going to actually try and finish under an hour this week. That would be absolutely joyful for me to edit. Kino, get that look straight (laughs) off your face. I know that look. I know that look. And that look is I am going to make him stay awake to midnight editing this, which you've already managed to do with the previous conversation. Well, you're going to edit Uh, that. Yeah, Pittsburgh's... 
I'm, I'm employed by them. They pay my mortgage. It's going to be quite difficult. No, no, it's all right. It's absolutely fine. It was the opinion of Dave, one that I wholeheartedly disagree, disagree with. with. I love You've the never BBC. Agree with it. I've always loved yeah. the BBC. They are fantastic. Yeah. Right, moving swiftly on. Let's not talk about that anymore. Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns. Before you, you've had your right of reply. I've had my right of reply. Editorial standards <laughs> dealt with. See, I read it. Um, it's Sunday the 19th of November, 6 o'clock. Be quiet, Dave. Cleveland Browns. I can see you're itching. Cleveland Browns Stadium. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland. 6-3 and three versus 6-3. and three. This... I want to say could be a good game. I'm not entirely convinced, although both of these teams have come off the back of decent wins. Yeah, it, it, it depends what type of football you like. This would be a great game for me to watch. I love this. Um, it's very defensive heavy. Yeah, and it's, it's a bit of a war of attrition. Obviously, Deshaun Watson being out does make a difference. Um, so they've got the, the rookie um, quarterback starting, D- Dorian, Dorian Thompson Robinson, yeah. um, who, who was benched after the Ravens game. Earlier in the season, the Ravens scrambled him completely. Uh, but they've done that to a few good quarterbacks. Jared Goff, Geno Smith, they've done that to a few. Joe Burrow at the start of the season. Um, so I wasn't surprised. But then they, they, brought, they brought PJ Walker in at that point, And he he beat the 49ers and he got them to a decent... He, he won a few games for them. And I'm surprised they've not gone back to him. But they're not. They're going with the rookie. And, you know, but they must have seen something. They've obviously self-scouted. My concern with their self-scouting is that the week before the season started, they decided that Dorian Thompson Robinson was better than Joshua Dobbs, and they let Joshua Dobbs go to Arizona um, for for not much money, for not much of a trade capital. Um, so, how well self-scouted are they? Um, but the Steelers are the Steelers are a fraud. They're, they're an absolute fraud. Um, Minus twenty-six uh, point it, differential. Not just that. So, in 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 the history of the game, <laughs> here wow. we go. Here, here we, we go. What's coming, don't you? We know it's a big stat. Um, Team, teams that have been outgained in the first nine games, I've got a record, a combined record of 33, 152 and four. The Steelers have been outgained in every game this season and they're six and three. At some okay. point, they regress to the mean. They will lose games. I don't think the Steelers will make the playoffs. I think they're a big concern. I think the Browns are better than them normally, but they haven't got a quarterback. And the Steelers tend to drop into games where they have an advantage with someone's injury. And I think they've got the, the case here and the Steelers always beat the Browns, seemingly. So... Is that some kind of motorcycle revving outside your house, Dave? It is. Nothing I can do about that, man. Street like, No, 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 like, it's fine. It's absolutely it, fine. It, it's I'm probably just, one I'm gonna, of the quad bikes being raced up the road. I'm going to um, peel the curtain back a little bit here on how Utter Punts is made. Essentially, we've got Dan and I here. Dave is down in, in Birmingham. And Producer Bell is just here. Just And all of a sudden, Producer Bell and I, and you'll probably, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to go back. Producer Bell and I just gave each other the, the look that... Um, anybody that has worked in radio and a strange noise comes on the broadcast gives each other which is oh my god what was that but it's silent so it's that and it was it turned out that it was absolutely something that we didn't need to worry about at all and I've made a big deal out of absolutely nothing just a quad bike mate I think yeah good just a quad bike in Birmingham. there could be a few yeah. more yeah. and then a police car wait. and then another police car um, I don't know uh <laughs> Where were we? Steelers, um, Steelers are running the ball better, definitely. Uh, their offense is starting to wake up, but the, the quarterback isn't very good, I don't think, and he's not really getting the ball out to his his, his targets. Um, so it's a, it's a low-scoring game. Both defenses are good. The, the, the Browns is, is the top defense in the league, and they're going to need to be here, and they're going to need to keep their team in this playoff run. Um, I, I favor the Browns as a better team, but I think the Steelers always beat the Browns. I, I mean, 
there's loads of stats on this. Mm. Steelers rush defense is pretty terrible. Tied 26th for yards per carry. Tied yeah. 25th for yards per game. Um, Steelers pass defense though is top tier. They are in the top 10 for pass defense, but it makes no difference if you can't defend the run. Nope. Uh, Browns uh, have taken 28 sacks. TJ Watt has 11 sacks this season, Dave. He's very good. He's in one of my fantasy yeah. teams. He's very yeah. good. Yeah, but um, uh, what do you make of this game? Anything that you want to add to what yeah, Dan so, said? Yeah, um, so is, is, is it Dorian Thompson Robinson, something like that? Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, he he basically got thrown in against the Ravens, and they're not an easy defense to get thrown in against. Uh, I saw an interview with him today where he was basically saying, but he knows what to expect now. It's not going to be like a headless chicken out there. Just trying to sense what's going on. He knows what he's looking for. He knows what he's going to target. Having said that, has there ever been a three-three modern era NFL game? No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> it's not going to be a high-scoring game. I wouldn't have thought. Both no. both defenses are going to be on top. Uh, I probably trust um, the second-year player that the Browns are trotting out more than I do Kenny Pickett right now. Um, I think. Pickett is severely underusing some very good wide receivers and a good tight end as well. I'm a bit confused as to why there's not been any. There doesn't seem to be much criticism anyway being being put put in his direction. Um, but they've got. <laughs> Did wow, you hear that one? Driving off. It's like the yeah. Fast and the Furious outside Dave's yeah, house. Yeah. Well, welcome to Sparkill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham drift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> nah, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. <laughs> Just shout Vin out your window, would you, and see if anybody turns round. Two seconds. Yeah. No, I, Vin! No, it's fine. I think I, no. Two people. Two people. That. Yeah. <laughs> Vin and Vin stunt double. That's why I'll screen off if he carries oh, on. Crikey. Um, <laughs> That, brilliant I hope that's come through on the recording otherwise we're laughing at silence and that would just be absolutely sensational you'll have to put something cool. in where, where, uh, who's your picks that's where we're going next Dan uh, Dave's right this, this is the lowest total points in a game the line that there's been all year so uh, don't expect um, much from okay. this um, I, I think it's the Steelers I think they'll have just enough uh, and they're well coached to make a mess of a rookie quarterback Dave, so this is actually a very important game for the stock market. I've not forgotten, Dan. This is Dan versus me. Here's a regain. So I'm going to go with the Browns uh, because, like I say, I don't rate Kenny Pickett. I think the Browns... Throwing good money after that. I've I've, I've seen... um, I've seen... (laughs) <laughs> nice. Uh, I've seen a, a I've seen a, a quarterback making you know a, a rush start coming this season and do well against a half decent defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Browns. I think their defense is unbelievable. I don't think the, yeah, the, the Steelers are going to be able to move the ball on them. Uh, okay, they even stopped I your run game, which they haven't been able to do previously, right? In the second half. Yeah, I mean, yeah. With, with 31 points in three quarters, but. Wow. Um, he's not still sore about that at all. No. Nope. Uh, battle of the defences for the potential leader, the AFC North. I'm going to say let's pick TJ Watt and the 11 sacks that he's already got this season and say that might continue. So I'm going Steelers. How many Garrett got? Uh, I don't have that stat to hand. You can blame your nephew. I think for nine and, and a half. I think nine and a half. Oh, oh, enough oh, stat oh. <laughs> yeah, fair. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave, leave him alone. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's a, look. 
He's blocked more credit. field goals though. Ollie, <laughs> yeah. Ollie, um, Ollie has been on the podcast. Uh, he stood in for Dave the other week, and um, we haven't been able to get rid of him. And he's been an absolute joy to have around. So you'll be seeing a little bit more of him, especially if you're coming to Beer Keller on Thursday to come and see us. Tickets are a tenner, five quid if you're a student, and you get free drink with that as well. Just head to the Beer Keller socials. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 49ers Levi Stadium 9:05 game on Sunday. Uh, I I like the Niners. I you know they kind of quickly because because of how terrible my Giants are. They're quickly becoming the team that I want to see do pretty well. I don't know what it is that uniform. I think it might be that that gold uniform, the white and gold uniform, which is just okay. absolutely love it. You're just disappointed you. that I haven't picked the Ravens, aren't you? you? Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. I've got um, another black book, you know, that you're going to go in if you carry yeah, on. You're good. You're running out of space in that one. Is it? Does it just say Liam on every page? Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave, how do you see this one going? Mm. <laughs> God, <laughs> so full of joy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you say the Niners were playing in this? Yeah. yeah okay, man. That seemed pretty decent, don't they? No, they yeah. looked outstanding last week. Um, I think... Who's the tackle they had back, Trent Williams? In a WhatsApp group, that I made the point that Debo was back and Dan made the much better point that the big thing is Trent Williams is back. Um, and it, it makes such a difference to them. Every game they've lost this season, he's been out for, hasn't he? So yeah. It's an yeah. unbelievable difference. So yeah, I, just, I wouldn't want to be anyone facing the, the 49ers at the moment. Uh, I mean, they're so good that they can do things that they shouldn't do. But we'll get into that later as well. Um, yep. A couple of things here about the Bucks. Their rush D's holding running backs to only 3.8 yards a carry, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. And their pass rush in week 10, four sacks, 13 quarterback hits. We've seen Purdy affected a lot by um, being hit this season. Have they got what it would take to overcome that O-line of the Niners, the Bucks? No, not with Trent Williams back. I, th- I just think they're too good. I, I think healthy... And it's a big question. Healthy, the Niners are the best team in football. Yeah. And, it, and at the moment, I mean, the, they, the Eagles would argue uh, they can argue, they can argue all they want. But if if these two get, if the Eagles and the Niners get to the championship game and they're both healthy, even if this is in Philadelphia, I'm taking the 49ers. That that performance and a few performances, the performance against Dallas and the performance against um, the Jags, the, the Jags were on a hot yeah, streak. They'd won five streak, straight. Yeah, five straight games. And they just weren't. They they just pummeled them. They're the absolute problem. This into Dallas, who are a good team. So they're beating up good teams and healthy. They're the best team. What what struck me straight away, and you knew you knew you weren't in any, any doubt about who was going to win the game when walking out of the tunnel to start the game. Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, and Chase Young. And so it's like they've signed three new players because they were all coming back in after after time off, and obviously Chase Young new signing. Game starts with Chase Young and Nick Bosa sandwiching. Um, Trevor Lawrence on the, one of the first plays the game's over they, this team are frightening uh, and I think they're the best team I, well they do get injured a lot all of the stories that we gave Dave last week about how Nick Bosa had stayed behind to sort of welcome mm. Chase Young to San Francisco and then within sort of five or six plays they pick up a shared sack and it was like yeah okay can see where this is going uh, go Buckeyes yeah, yeah. It, it's scary <laughs> exactly scary. Go, go Buckeyes right I mean yeah they shared a, a D-line together in college. It was deadly in college. Yep. And Chase came through after Joe, after Nick had come through after Joey. I think he was also at Ohio State as well. I know he's not doing as well at the Chargers at the moment, but that Ohio State 
during that period have some incredible pass rushes. I mean, like, incredible. Uh, and don't forget, Chase was good enough to be taken, what was he, number one overall, uh, I think. He was second, second wasn't he? Didn't he go behind Burrow? I think he yeah, went behind that's, Burrow. That's it. So the first non-QB in his draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whilst he might be considered to have been a disappointment in Washington, he got injured. And no. again, like, coaching in Washington hasn't always been great. I think reuniting him with Nick, who clearly is... A natural leader because everyone seems to be looking up to him. I saw similar with his brother Joey as well when he first got in the league and the way everyone kind of gathered around him. It's just something that comes natural to that family. I imagine that they've got leaders of men in their ancestry. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. Niners for me. It's all love. Niners. Niners for Dan. Yeah, 100% Niners. I wondered whether he was just going to not bother saying anything as though to say I've already picked this why are you making me say it again next week <laughs> that's kind of what he was thinking uh, right on the way we will give you the full preview of the other two TV games we're not doing Thanksgiving because we're going to do those in the episode next week which is coming early because of the Beer Keller event uh, we will also do Utter Punts of the Week we'll give you the best bets of the week uh, and Coaching Corner on the way next Right, Coaching Corner, if you've got something that you would like explaining, just get in touch with us on the socials or on YouTube. Just search for Utter Ponce Podcast. You'll find us everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, the artist formerly known as Twitter, now known as X. We're on Facebook. Just drop us a line, however you can find us. We'll pick that message up. And if you've got something that you want explaining, we will do our level best to do that. Whilst you're there on the socials, don't forget, like, subscribe, and tell a friend. It makes such a huge mm. difference. If you're watching on YouTube, if you can just hit the like button, it makes a huge difference to us and being shared to wherever we need to go. So like, subscribe, hit the bell if you can, if you're on YouTube, and that'd be absolutely brilliant. Coaching Corner this week is Wildcat. Uh, and the reason for this, Dave, was that I spotted it in the Vikings game. Oh, oh <laughs> you saw Chandler. Yeah, so but basically a wildcat formation. Uh, originally, I, th- I think it started in the 20s in college football and it was like a, a T-wing formation or something. I saw a little thing on this a while back that I've got hazy memories of. I'm probably not getting that quite right. But I think it started in the not 20s yet. in college. Um, and ba- basically what it was, it was where they were trying to get another physical threat on the pitch. So rather than having a quarterback who they don't want to get banged up, they would basically swap him out and have a, a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end table. Uh, and that kind of evolved to the point where wildcat formations uh, carried on getting used uh, where the quarterback was still on the field. And what they would do is go and assume a position out wide, like uh, for a wide receiver. Now, the one that you saw at the weekend with the Vikings, that was a well-executed running wildcat formation. Um, the most famous one that I'm aware of in recent memory, was it the the, uh, the Philly one in the Super Bowl? Where they, the Philly yeah, special, the Philly yeah. special. And then I think in the same game or... The following yeah, year, the, the Patriots did it. Yeah, the Patriots tried it. Patriots tried it the yeah, same and, game. And, and Brady missed the catch, which yeah, it, Brady looked forty years <laughs> older than the fantastic, time, wasn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the, the wildcat system is just basically who, anyone who's taken a throw? direct snap. Was it the sorry? Who made that throw to Brady? Was it the running back uh, Edelman? I think yeah, Julian Edelman, oh, well, yeah. wide receiver. I think so. Yeah. It's normally, but he, he he's made those passes in the he's past. He's made passes yeah, before. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And Brady's taking catches. Yeah, as well, that's true. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah but he's remember. been in the league a long time. Just not that one. Yeah, just didn't do it when he was forty and couldn't really run. Um, 
But yeah, so, so the Wildcat system is basically any system where someone takes the direct snap who's not actually the quarterback. But it is also the name of a 1986 NF, uh, American football movie starring Goldie Horn, which is so, so much better than that any given <laughs> Sunday. Or we're not doing this. We're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. We're not. You're wrong. I'm right. End of story. Boris Gump. Great movie. <laughs> What's you happened were, in, in the why last... Have you, why have you moved the goalposts? You, you were Rudy all the yeah, way. Well, I've now realised Forrest Gump's the best football movie of all time. I've realised I need two new podcast <laughs> hosts. That's what I need. If you're interested, you can apply feel, by sending a message to us on our I social. I think we should do a special like. on football movies. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe we will. A Rudy watch-along. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's interesting to know is, is that uh, the more you get mobile quarterbacks, that the Ravens, for example, half their playbook is a wildcat with Lamar Jackson, not as a quarterback, as a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't know which one it's going to be. And that's what makes these dual threat quarterbacks so dangerous. And it's evolved from the Wildcat being such a such a dangerous play because the def- whenever you can cause a defense to pause and question what's happening, you win as an offense. That's all you're trying to do as an offense. You're just giving them that pause at a minute. Second. Where, just a half a second where you can just make and you can get, get your yards. So <laughs> these mobile quarterbacks now taking direct snaps, they know they're running the ball and everyone, no one else does other than them. The line probably no, but your defense have got no idea, and it just unsettles everybody. It gives them, it changes their assignments on defense quite a lot, and then they're scrambling around to get it. It just causes mayhem for them. Um, right, cool. There you go. Wildcat explained. If you've got something that you would like explained, drop us a line on the Utter Punts podcast socials. Uh, let's move on to the second part of the preview, shall we? Um, we've mentioned. Uh, young Ollie, the punt in training. Um, very nearly oh, said that wrong. That was almost very, very in trouble. Uh, he's written on my preview: Minnesota Vikings open parenthesis the NFL's greatest close parenthesis at Denver at Denver Broncos. Uh, this is Monday night football game, Sunday night, Sunday late game, uh, Empower Field at Mile High. Um, the Minnesota Vikings are back, aren't they? Dave, do you want to go first? We're just fun. Like I mean, I, I can't no. say we're, we're 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 a better team than we were with Kirk, who is a very effective passer of the ball. But what we can do is is different things, and also we've got someone who tries very hard to elevate what they can do to the utmost rather than preserving stats and limiting what they're trying to do and like it just makes it a whole different ball game and I think the players are starting to notice and if the players are starting to notice that suddenly it's fun to go to work again um, then maybe that'll rub off on the coaching staff and the front office and maybe I can finally escape the purgatory of Kirk Cousins you'll never escape but as it is Josh Dodd's freaking awesome man like honestly what a guy like yeah, I mean, they are now calling him a pastor and all, like NASA, doing a great job of making stuff up. Who'd have known it? Uh, and we're just continuing. And look, we've had this conversation. We had this conversation on the app, uh, on WhatsApp. Sorry. And I, all I, just... I said was, I am begging, I am begging, don't take space away from me. It, it's one of the things that gives me joy I, in I life. Love... And I don't, I don't, Mate, no, no, no. We're, we're, not, we're not, we're not, we're not. We are so not. Good, we are not talking about it. No, I'm just going to keep making noise until we've moved on. We are definitely not taking this away from me. I love it. All what right, that? moving swiftly on. Russell Wilson has a six and one record. Just close his fader, producer Bell. I've had enough of him. Uh, Russell Wilson has a six and one record against the Minnesota Vikings. This is Broncos country. Let's ride. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, well, then they beat. Listen, the last two games, I just can't get excited. I mean, listen, the Broncos have just beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills on the road, both of them. Oh, well done, fair play. You did get smashed seventy twenty by the Dolphins a few weeks ago. Let's yeah. not forget that. Listen, they, they seem to have turned a corner, but they're playing very much up the jumper American football. Nothing's going over five or six yards. Every pass. So Wilson's stats look great, you know, because he's th- he's making lots of passes, but they're four or five yards. And listen, it's been effective, and they've won games. Well done. Um, it's not going to get them any further than the, than the regular season, I don't think. And you just can't root for them. I can't root for Sean Payton, and I can't root for Russell Wilson. And I, I, I'm sorry, Rene. <laughs> no one probably should. Um, Rene from but, endzonekit.co.uk. Yeah. Um, so for me, you're just rooting for Josh Dobbs. There was a story today. So Josh Dobbs got alopecia. Um, so yeah, people probably know that already, but he's... he's, he's sent a shirt today to a young kid and it's on all on the social media and it just what a guy what a human being and you know you just you're gonna root for them so Sunday night give me the Vikings man let's get behind them come on I, Skull I can't I can't, Skull. can't disagree I, I just quite like the way the Vikings are going about business I quite like Justin Jefferson there's a potential that he's back as well Dave and that would be absolutely brilliant I quite like the um you know how hardy they are. Didn't TJ Hawkinson play with damaged ribs? Yeah, uh, torn cartilage in his ribs. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably going to be more hurt this week. Record game, I think. Unbelievable. Record, record Eleven receptions, one hundred and thirty-four yards, touchdown. I think it's a record first half for the tight end. Yeah, with damaged ribs. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, just one more not on this. Sorry, so is, is Brian Flores? Are we with Dave and I in the, at the start of the season? We said that was such a good appointment from the Vikings on the defensive side. So Dave hasn't mentioned it, but I will. He's he's really getting this defense round into form, and they've got no talent. They they're not they're not. Though there's no names on that defense. He's, he's, he's trained them up. He's coached them up. Um, Daniel Hunter maybe yeah, but they tried to trade him. Um, but they, they have. I mean, they're just they're all playing, and I think bringing in a character like Dobbs gives them someone to follow. And I think it, it just it brings a team together and it unites the team. And I think that's what's carried them through these games uh, so far. Rene is the proprietor. 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 Can almost say that. Endzonekit.co.uk. Don't forget if you head over there and buy some kit, use the code Punts at checkout for fifteen percent off. Unfortunately, you're not going to like the next fifteen seconds, Rene, which is why I've mentioned you and given Endzonekit.co.uk a nice big plug. Dan, who are you going for? Broncos. Uh, <laughs> Straight up. No Broncos at home. Are you? Yeah. I really? want the Vikings to win, but they won't. Right, okay, maybe Rene will like it more than I thought. Uh, Dave, you're going with... It's a typical Vikings game, this, mate. Everyone's now thinking we're going to win. We'll yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Also, Can't also, quantify it, it, but there's no way they win this Sean game because everyone thinks they will. Yeah, it's Sean Payton, and like, <laughs> Vikings fans hate him. So everything's been going far too smoothly. So I imagine the Dobbs Achilles blows up and we, we end up... Uh, Bringing out, <laughs> I think I can't remember if it's Sean Mannion or Nick Mullins who will be you, on the bench. Are, are you picking the Broncos, Dave? Hmm? Am, you, am I picking the Broncos? Hmm? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's typical of what? the Vikings to lose to the Broncos at this point in the All most right. horrendous okay. way possible. I, I understand how that feels as a fan, and I understand why you've gone the way that you have, because if you back against your team, then it so- softens the blow. And you actually don't mind as no, much. No, as no, 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 no. I'm I, an experienced Vikings fan. I know this is how it's going to go. We'll see one day. We'll see one day, I, mate. <laughs> I'm going Vikings. Um, just because I think Josh Dobbs has got the, the it factor at the minute. If, Bit of if, magic about him. If he gets him. us through against the Sean Payton team, then I'm, I'll also, start to believe and then it will go wrong. Also, in the nicest possible way, I just cannot stand Russell Wilson and I can't back him. No, so, um, That's right. I won't be backing him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Philadelphia Eagles at Kansas City oh, yes. Chiefs. This is a belter. Oh, yes. Monday night football uh, at a time that is inaccessible to the majority of people, <laughs> which is a shame because it's actually potentially the game of the weekend. Um, seven and two record versus an eight and one record. The Eagles outstanding with an 89% win ratio this season. Absolutely incredible. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have been scratchy at points, but have managed to fight their way to seven and two. Super Bowl rematch, number one seed in the AFC, number one seed in the NFC. Here we go. This is brilliant. It's got brilliant written all over it, Dave. <sighs> Only if you like the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> don't like the Eagles. Really do not like the Eagles. Would that Holly impression again? Would, they're, yeah, I was they're say, far you, too good. Would punching your green screen make you feel bad? <laughs> mate? did earlier. Um, no, um, <laughs> no. In, in all, in all, obviously, the Eagles are so good at the moment. It's ridiculous. I know what Dan was saying earlier, and I kind of agree with it when you look at starting elevens. But the depth on the Eagles is frightening. They can carry injuries so yeah, much yeah. better than anybody else. Um, and more, more than anything, I. Whilst the receiving core for the Chiefs is apparently playing better, and it does look to be as well, I think Rashid, uh, Rashid Rice, he's coming through mm. looking like a, a nice little player. Um, and the others are starting to step back up to an expected level of performance. But the, the Eagles just look so physically dominant in the trenches and that's where I think the Chiefs are going to struggle. I don't like the Chiefs O-line. I don't like the signing they made at... Uh, a tackle in the off season, uh, and then made him switch sides as well, right? Which made made no sense. Um, and and like, he, he's constantly standing offside. Uh, at some point, when the ref in the game decides to call it, it means they're getting moved backwards every time they make a play. Um, it, it's just, I really want the Eagles to lose, but I can't see it. <laughs> Dan, could this be decided by the quarterbacks? Jalen Hurts has had three straight 100-plus rating games. Patrick Mahomes is currently running at his worst rating ever, a 96.7. Only 17 touchdowns, but eight interceptions in there as well. Does it make a difference? Or is it one by different units? Yeah, I mean... couple of things it does make it and it will come down it always comes down to the quarterbacks it, 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 it tends to come down to quarterbacks and who plays well I don't think Hurts has been fit I think the last couple of weeks even before the bye he was a bit gimpy so he wasn't running as much and then I looked at the Eagles run game and it's it's not been as effective the last five games before their bye so I thought why well why is it not and we talked about Trent Williams right Trent Williams affected the 49ers run game when he wasn't in the game their running stats were much lower when he came back guess what Cam Jurgens, the right guard of the Eagles, has been out the last five games. And since that time, they've rushed the ball from 100, averaging 180 yards rushing to 110 in those last five games. From 4.9 yards to carry to 3.7. He's back this week. He's had the bye. He could have come back before the bye, but he came back. He's coming back afterwards. Will that make a difference? So I think him back and Hurts having a bit of time to rest, clearly, that makes them a dangerous run team. And I think you have to run the ball to beat the Chiefs. My concern with the Eagles is their secondary. It is... It's dire. It's really bad. It's, they they yeah. are they are wide but open. For wide there. receivers, they, we're up against is what concerns me. They have a chance to look decent because there's not a lot yeah, there. I, no, but I think you know. Well, you're, you're right, and the, the, the Chiefs need to prove it. And I think you, you mentioned Rashi Rice is the first one, first name on my list here. He's got to step up. He's starting to separate himself from the pack, certainly from people like Tony. Travis Kelsey, um, ah, is Taylor Swift there? No, she's not. She's in Buenos Aires. He's been in Buenos Aires this week on the bye week, watching mm-hmm. her in concert. 
So he's flown in and flown back. So she's not there. So his stats aren't going to be as good, are they? Because he's half as good when she's not there. Um, but I think it's a night for Rice and I think it's a night for Kelsey. And I, I don't see how the Eagles stop Travis Kelsey. What? I don't. I, I can't see anybody. The linebackers aren't. He has. Travelling and not training, mate. Well, he's had a bye week. Do you know, the stat here is Travis Kelsey has had 31 more targets than the next closest person on the team. Yeah, He is Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy. And when times get tight, that's where the ball's going to go. It just feels like it's going to be a game where Travis Kelsey has a big impact, though. I I, I honestly don't know. I I think there's, there's a big weakness on the Eagles in terms of their linebackers. I think is, is Dean still out yeah. injured? And they've, they've been, Jacobi, Jacobi Dean's yeah, still out. Yeah, they've, they've been struggling to really bring in the level of talent that they want in that position. But their D line is just just so strong that, that they can pressure Mahomes on, on the edges, they can pressure mm-hmm. him on the middle. And he, he himself is definitely carrying an injury of some sort as well, right? Like, there's no way he's not. Um, I don't know. I think it might be. In my homes. Yeah. Is he? I believe he is. I, I know he's not appeared on the injury report, but look at him. No, no. Well, neither is Hurts, and he's definitely hurt. Well, he's, he's, he's in a knee brace. Hurts is. So, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And so, I, I think. <laughs> he's I, left the last two I, games I, in a brace. I, I think it's my home's ankle. <laughs> and not on the report. I think, he, I think he hurt his ankle about four games ago. And if you look at his yeah. mobility, I don't think it's been there. Um, I agree. So, for, for me. It's it's literally one of those where, at the moment, I don't think the Chiefs have a chance against the Eagles. But I think that come playoff time, where things might be a little bit different from a fitness perspective, they've, they've got a better chance. It's just the depth yeah. at this point in the season. Yeah, I'm going Eagles. Dan? Do you know what Occ- Occam's Razor is? A mathematical solution provider, mm-hmm. right? So when you've got two things that seem inseparable, pick the one that's got the least variables. Chiefs at home, Mahomes, Kelsey, and a read off a bye. Give me the Chiefs. Okay, cool. Dave? Am I back in the games for Chiefs because I don't want to get my hopes up if the Eagles lose? <laughs> That's like a double negative. I don't know, are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right, good stuff. Uh, right, bets, chaps, before we wrap this shindig up, what have you got for us, Dan? Uh, I think there'll be some blowouts this week, so I'm going with the handicap. So I've got the Lions minus 7.5, Washington minus 6.5, Lions are playing the Bears, Washington are playing the Giants, San Francisco minus 8.5 against the Bucks, and Dallas minus 6.5 yeah, that- against the Panthers, and that's 6.5 to 1. Nice. That's longer than you normally go for mm-hmm. as well. Let's go. Uh, Dave, what have you got? Um, I've got a uh, a little roll up on touchdown scorers again. This time going for CD Lamb of Dallas against Carolina Panthers. Lamb has been in fantastic form yeah, of late. Great like, form. Even Dak can't miss him, so that's saying a fair bit. Um, <laughs> then Josh Jacobs taking advantage of uh, the fact that I do think that the 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 Raiders are actually going to be surprisingly competitive against the Dolphins uh, and I think Jacobs is going to be a touchdown scorer for them I think if there's anywhere they can potentially get some ground against the, the Dolphins it is using the ground game um, so yeah Josh Jacobs in that one and then against the Rams taking advantage of that soft middle once more um, we've got Seahawks Kenneth Miller Kenneth Walker the third even uh, and that is a treble which is 7.01 to 1 good stuff Dave thank you very much uh, we will put those up on the socials for you as well so if you've missed them as you're going along then you can definitely recap it is time for this 
because we have reached the final two minutes. That's the two-minute warning on Utter Punts, and it means that we've only got Punts of the Week nominations left. Dan, you're going first. What have you got? Stefan Diggs. Oh. Okay, so when they got knocked out of the playoffs last year, he leaves the facility, doesn't play with, doesn't leave with his team. Not great. And then we had all off-season with they're going to make up. And then this week, they were losing. They're obviously having a bad time, and his, he's clearly disgruntled on the sideline. Um, and then his brother, Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys, mm-hmm. tweets out, 14 needs to get up out of there. Now, there's no way he's saying that if his brother hasn't given the right to. And Correct. it's just, if you're going to be part of that team, you know, don't say things like that. Don't have things like that coming out because that's just not helpful. So, yeah. auto punt, get with your team or do one. Really. Fair. Dave? So, um, I was initially going to be calling out Deshaun Watson for going out injured and basically not being available at all for, for the Browns despite being under contract. Uh, bear, bear with me a second. Are you aware of how much money he's being paid for not doing anything? It's a lot of it's money. It's a hell of a lot of money. So, basically, in exchange for Watson and a sixth-round pick, the Browns gave up 2022, 2023, 2024 first-round picks, a third-round pick in 2023, and two fourth-round picks in 22 and 24. Uh, they gave... Watson, a fully guaranteed 230 million. Fully guaranteed. So it doesn't matter if he's injured. They've still got to pay him for the next several years. If they try to cut him next year, he would cost them dead cap money about 138 million. Yeah. So it's paid him ninety-three million dollars so for thirteen games. Rather than blaming Deshaun Watson for something that he can't help. Let's take a look at the man who decided to actually trade for him, in spite of yes. the dangerous allegations that he was going, uh, that, that were currently being, um, let, let's say, discussed publicly. Uh, and yeah, it's got to be the bear, the the, the, the bears, <laughs> Freudian slip there, man. The bears, <laughs> yeah, the Browns GM, Andrew Berry, who. I think I nominated four times last year. He's got away without being nominated once this year. And, and you're back around to him, mate, for much the same reason I was nominating you previously. What you were doing signing Deshaun Watson to that contract in the face of many other people who are probably more worthy of being handed a quarter of a billion for throwing what is essentially a pigskin, right? Um, I, I, yeah, Andrew Berry, you were not a punt, mate. Not a punt, not just right. of a week, Good. possibly of all time. <laughs> I love how um, the universe just balances itself up. Four times last year, hadn't done it yet. All of a sudden, everything's coming back That's into it. balance. I thought about nominating Jim Harbour. Oh. Um, yeah, for the sign-stealing allegations that are going on. He has been banned from the touchline for the entirety of 2023. However, it's college football and not the NFL, so I couldn't pick him. So instead, it's a double nomination from me this week. Goes to the Buffalo Bills head coach, Sean McDermott, and his special teams coordinator, Matthew Smiley. You may have seen this. The Bills lost to the Broncos with a late-game winning field goal. But here's the rub. The first attempt was missed. The second attempt got to be taken because they were called for a 12-man on the field penalty. This one isn't on the players. The reason that I'm nominating the two coaches is that they tried to sub out the existing defence for the field goal blocking unit, thus creating a complete melee of players and an extra man on the field, when the likelihood of blocking the field goal in the first place is almost non-existent. It's almost non-existent. You might as well have just lined the players up. It was you that cost the game. It was you that have caused the problem. And it's you two that are masters of 
of your own downfall. Utter punts, McDermott and Smiley. And yet, it's the offensive coordinator that's been There's sacked. Lots of the it's absolutely mental. Gone, it's it? mental. <laughs> They've been playing misery ball for weeks, and somehow, somehow, it's the offensive coordinator that gets the gets the blame when it's a special teams fault for losing it yeah, unbelievable punts everywhere uh, don't forget to get your tickets for next week we are live at the Manchester <laughs> Beer Keller tickets are a tenner for adults with a free drink they are £5 for students with a free drink plus giveaways and you get to come and say hello to us we'll be watching both games from 5 o'clock all the way through until late we will see you then this has been Utter Punt see you later bye bye